Did you say it really helps in your business? My ass kicked every day. A scandal breaks. I, I, I don't want to be here. Oh my god, people are going to laugh at me. And you yeah. know, well, I can, well, who am Definitely. I to think I can? Just... On my grind all day, gonna make a million sunnies someday. You know. Hi everyone, welcome to Doers Talk podcast. Today I'm joining with my guest Pat Tivoli. Pat is best-selling author, speaker. He's high-performance coach and world traveler. Welcome, Pat. Thank you very much. Delighted to uh, get the chance. Thank you, thank you. But even though I gave a quick intro about yourself, maybe give me a quick macro intro and we'll take it from there. Sure. Um, so I suppose the way I would kind of uh, frame what I do, the last 10 years I've been involved in fitness and personal development. Um, that's been in the form of books and seminars, retreats, um, online training courses, had a physical gym. And I suppose the story that I'm most known for is uh, setting up a fitness company when I was in my early 20s and failing miserably with that uh, and ultimately coming back living with my parents at 24 a bit lost uh, isolated lonely um, unsure of my next moves and uh, started from scratch again back here in Galway where we are today and I uh, was lucky enough to build a brand over the last five or six years that uh, has helped a lot of people thankfully and uh, it's transformed my life as well so it's the macro intro, I think. Perfect. Thanks. No, that's perfect. And the other thing I want to ask you to start, um, what's, the, what's the most interesting thing that you recently have discovered, or perhaps you're still discovering? It might be anything. It might be food, veganism, or anything maybe in the fitness industry, or maybe some kind of app. Sure. Yes. Yeah, so maybe two spring to mind. Um, one thing is the idea of flow. This is something you've probably come across. Um, so flow is like, when we're at our best, it's kind of when time disappears and we're just in the moment and maybe you're doing work or you're with people who you really care about or you're playing a musical instrument. It could be anything, but you kind of, you just lose all sense of time and you're in it and it's this great feeling where you're out of your head. Um, that's been something for me that's that's been a big one recently, trying to ha- tap into that. Uh, there's a great book called the rise of Superman okay. and it looks at high performance athletes so like people like skateboarders and snowboarders and these people that do incredible things and they've done research showing that they get into this flow stage where it's not like they have to force themselves to go outside and get in the skateboard because yeah. they just love this feeling of progress yeah. um, so I've really been bringing that into my life in the sense that sometimes we're either in a comfort zone where we're just going through the motions or we flip to the opposite where we take on too much and we're trying to like really push ourselves too hard yeah. it's overwhelming so in between there's this kind of flow like how do you push yourself a little bit today yeah. but not over push yourself yeah. and don't over stress yourself exactly yeah so it's like how do you build mm. confidence so you think about a skateboarder for example yeah. they can't go out on the first day on a skateboard and try to do a 900 flip because they're yeah. going to hurt themselves but they get a little bit better every day and suddenly we look in from the outside and we say wow look at what they're doing and I think for us in business yeah. or in health or anything eventually you want people looking or not, you're not doing it for that reason but people are going to look at you and say wow how is he doing what he's doing and it's through that kind of process of finding flow exactly exactly and I you know the nice thing that you said that there's a middle that you over, don't overstress yourself and you you go with the flow because sometimes also when you don't go with any type of flow you might get uh, a little bit stressed because you, you don't feel productive yeah, uh, yeah yeah I think you know I've learned this is something I've probably discovered as well to, to look at for a couple of years, I was working really hard in business. I was doing a million things. I was super busy all the yeah. time. And I needed a bit of a break, so I took my foot off the pedal. And sometimes you find when you're not challenged, 
for me anyway, I, it leads to boredom very quick and I don't feel fulfilled and mm. I don't feel good in myself. So something I've discovered is we need challenge in life. Yeah. It doesn't necessarily need to be make loads of money or get really fit, but yeah. I think we always need something. Um, you know, I've done things like I've taken up Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu the last year and a half. Yeah, yeah. I read about your biography there. Yeah, yeah, that's helping my business because it's challenging me in a different way, which gets me thinking in a, a different way. So the idea... So Jiu-Jitsu really helps in your business? I think so, yeah. I mean, I think ultimately... The, the bottleneck in any of our businesses is ourselves mm. you know and if we're stressed at home or if we're stressed in a relationship or if our health is not up to par okay. we're not taking time for ourselves think we're too busy all these things can contribute to us being stuck yeah. I mean business ultimately is creativity right it's Great. like how do I think differently how do I bring yeah. it's problem solving how do I solve a problem in a more creative way yeah. um, so obviously the problem I'm trying to help solve is, is helping people lean into their fears helping people stay consistent helping people build confidence whether through fitness or anything else and I've got to come up with different ways of doing that. And for me, uh, learning a new martial art, yeah. where I'm getting my ass kicked every day for, for a year, <laughs> yeah. teaches me more lessons than any book ever will. Exactly. Know, so and I think uh, it's prob probably like literally moves you away from the business atmosphere as well and gives you that meditation zone. I know in meditation you have to really breathe and do nothing. But in the in sports like jiu-jitsu, you yeah. need to focus on, on how to grab that person's leg or, yeah. or like, you know, those kind of specific actions. You, you can't think about the work. You can't think, there's absolutely no way to think about it because you have to think about the next move straight away and be careful, right? Yeah, but I think, you know, ironically, I'm in the fitness industry since I was 18, I'm 30 now, and I used to think fitness was just like, get strong, yeah, yeah. that was all there was to it, and now I kind of understand that, particularly now, we live so much in our heads, and it's like, you've got this part of your body, and then you've got, like, the rest of your body, yeah. so many of us are just here all the time, and when you connect with your whole body, yeah. it gets you out of here for a while, okay. and you can come back, like, it. Was, you've ever heard this expression of sleep on your problems you know sleep on it if you've got a problem sleep on it and you come mm -hmm. back the next day and you just see it in a different way mm -hmm. I almost feel like it's the same you're right if yeah. you're sat here in yeah. the office and we're like how am I going to sort this how am I going to sort yeah. this for me if I go and do jiu-jitsu for yeah. an hour and a half I come back and I just see things in a different way you know yeah that, in a different way that actually helps you mm -hmm. right? and the one other one actually when you talk about something I've discovered again I've uh, been in fitness for 12 years, but I've only really discovered the power of breath in the last year. So I've gotten into Wim Hof breathing. Um, it's a form of breathing that really helps you build energy and mm -hmm. decrease stress. So big fan of that stuff as well. So you know, so what you have to do like in terms of when you're breathing, what what, what specifically, like pra small practical thing, that obviously you can't discover yeah. the whole thing. Yeah. You have to discover it yourself by reading and educating yourself on that. Mm -hmm. But what specifically you do that helps you when you're breathing? Yeah, so here's like a, a, a quick snapshot at it. Um, the, the logic is we think about the foods that we consume yeah. because they make our body. We think yeah. about water. Um, without food or water, we'd be gone. Yeah. But without breath, we'd be gone even quicker. And we never Definitely. think about it. So yeah. first breath is when you're born, last breath is when you die. A lot of, of breaths in between. Um, so with the Wim Hof, what you're doing effectively is a lot of the time when we're stressed or when we're anxious or when we're busy, we take very shallow breaths, like little breaths yeah. into our chest. Um, with Wim Hof, you're looking at big breaths into the belly. So you go... and you'll do 30 to 40 of these which really your body will start to tingle a little bit as oxygen is really circulating around your body so it's just you feel an increase what's, uh, what's the most common spots or like or places or the, or the situations where you'd use it most of the times um, I mean it can be a great one I've done it everywhere I mean I've done it on airplanes and the person next to me will be worried about me but uh, um, <laughs> are you afraid of airplanes no 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 okay. but I mean if I'm hyperventilating yeah. beside them on the airplane they'll okay, think I'm afraid okay. um, yeah, look it could be anywhere but what you'll do 30 to 40 of these breaths and then you exhale fully and you hold your breath okay and you've, you've 
effectively on a very simple level what you've done is you've really oxygenated your mm -hmm. body so you don't need the air in the lungs the same way you would and you just relax in that and your body releases some stress hormone but okay. it's, it's, it's in a good way um, because there's no breath coming yeah. in and then when you need to breathe in, again you take a big breath in I'd encourage people to have a video on my YouTube thank you thank you for that Pat. Yeah, that's something like I'm going to uh, I never paid uh, I knew that's helpful but I didn't know why it's helpful yeah. but now I kind of feel it you know like it kind of gives me that small uh, sense of like you know, actually I'm going to get some benefit out of this if I do it or more often yeah. so I'm actually potentially going to actually do this more often now it's changing the biochemistry yeah. in your body at the most simple level you know people take alcohol and drugs and all these things to change their state yeah your breath can change your state in a matter of minutes you know so it's yeah yeah, yeah no definitely perfect um, thanks for this, Pat. And next thing I wanted to ask you about um, the cost of following your dreams versus uh, choosing stability and having time with the family. Uh, and the reason I'm asking, asking you this because you're the person who struggled a lot in your life. Uh, I've heard your stories on the podcast and on the videos as well, where you you were moving to you moved to Dublin a couple of times. You failed. Um, you didn't want to go back to. Galway because you you knew all your Galway community knew that you know that you didn't want them to know that Pat's going to go back and he's going to come back with a failure and it's a bad feeling loads of people actually experienced this as as well but then you you got back to Galway you started your local uh, fitness uh, by having clients in the, in the Galway beach and then from there on you also were able to expand the number of clients and start your own local uh, gym but I was wondering if. If, if the thing would happen, Pat, let's say a real life situation, right? It happens to many other people as well. Let's say if if that wouldn't happen for you, I would you, you'd experience failure there as well. What other alternative would you take? And what other alternative would you advise for other people to take? Because so many people out there, they actually try for one, two, three, four years uh, and they still fail anyway. Should they be stubborn and go ahead after their dreams anyways? Or should they try some kind of other alternative? Yeah, I think the answer of, of what I would do if I could go back versus what I would do now are two different things. So when I look back to that point, um, you know, fitness at the time in Ireland was not a big thing. So my dream was always to be involved in fitness. And after failing a couple of times, everyone around me had told me it's not going to work. And it was kind of like, I was, I'm going to prove them wrong, I'm going to prove them wrong. But here I was coming back and having to borrow money and all this kind of stuff. But at that time... Um, my plan was I was going to study physiotherapy. So I thought mm. it's similar, but it's more of a, a guaranteed um, income. You know, you can work anywhere, but I still get to work with people. It's still a physical type of training. So it was not your favorite thing, yeah. not the favorite thing that you'd like to do, but it was something similar where you would still be able to feel to some way comfortable. Yeah, so this is one option. People can look at why do I want to do what I want to do. So let's say someone wants to be a YouTube creator and that's the full-time job yeah. they want. Why do you want that job? Well, it gives me some freedom and allows me to express my creativity and then that person could ask themselves what are other jobs where I could express my creativity and have the freedom and again they give themselves a different perspective because mm -hmm. sometimes we're so fixated on one thing yeah. but now 10 years on or a couple of years on um, my perspective would be that oftentimes we see things in black and white so at that time I was saying I have to be a full-time trainer and that's the only way it can be mm. and I was and a lot of people do this they say I want to do this or I want to they decide what they want and then that's all that they see and where it's difficult is that there's always a transition between where you are and where you want to go and in that transition you know things you can change everything yeah um, but it takes time so I could have worked in a restaurant for five years and still pursued my fitness thing on the side and eventually it could take off so there's no reason you can't do what you're doing um, maybe your job you don't like but start to appreciate your job and see that this is allowing me 
the finances and, and the bit of freedom and the security exactly. to pursue my dream on the and side. And to also add on, to, on top of that, because the most important thing, uh, I think, for most of people is their family and friends. I think even, let's say, you have your favorite job or favorite dream, no matter how important this favorite dream and favorite job for you is, uh, number one is still your family and family, mm-hmm. sorry, your family and friends, right? Yeah, or yeah. close relatives. So as long as they're uh, safe and well-being, their well-being of their of theirs is fine. Then you can pursue doing your, you know, as you said, like you know, working in a restaurant. And then if you can work on your dream job, um, whenever you, whenever you can, so that you can pursue both, have the stable job on the side and uh, work on the dream job as well. Yeah. So something I think is important is there's a distinction between you can work the same job and have two very different mentalities in terms of. Let's say I work in the corporate world and I don't enjoy the corporate world. Um, I can say I hate this and I, I don't want to be here, and but I'm going to do it because it makes me feel secure and safe. That's one alternative. Mm-hmm. The other one is to say, what do I ultimately want to do? So maybe I want to be in the fitness industry as an example. The day I turn up to my corporate job and I say, this is supporting my bigger dream because this is giving me the finances to pursue fitness in the future. Yeah. That's when everything changes. That's when your dream starts. So your dream doesn't start the day that you start your new job or the day you get a thousand followers or a million followers. The dream starts the day that you show up to work saying, the reason I'm here today is for the bigger picture, whatever that might be. And it's it's in the pursuit of the goal that you yeah. learn. It's not about, you know what this is like from getting your first hundred yeah. subscribers, a thousand, whatever it is. Yeah. We always think when we get there, we'll feel amazing. But it's actually the climb. That's where you enjoy it. And we talk about friends and family. Yeah. Your friends and family will see the best version of you when you're doing things that you enjoy every day. so Correct, correct. And I think, uh, to add to your point, when you are doing those things uh, by small steps, when you are climbing there, you feel successful while you're climbing there, not when you actually That's finish the climbing there. That's the secret, because if you don't enjoy the journey, you get to the top and you say, wow, what was this for, you know? Yes. Um, that's the biggest thing I've learned the last couple of years. Oftentimes we go after things thinking, when I get there, it'll all be good. If you don't enjoy the, the gap between where you are, you think about life, most of our life is going to be gaps between the next achievement and then there's a, a gap and then there's the next achievement. Next, most of it is the gap. There's very little yeah. standing on the summit, so you might as well enjoy the, the, the journey, right? Exactly, exactly. No, definitely, I agree on that. No, it's, this is a perfect uh, take on that. But the next thing I wanted to ask you is uh, about kindness. And to move, just to give you a prehistory on this one, first time I saw you speak, it was the video from the TED Talk, and then the second time I saw you speak, it was, I think it was the Mansion House, I don't remember the name of the event, but uh, Gary Vaynerchuk was speaking there, but you were speaking before him, so I saw you speak there, and then Gary Vaynerchuk. And then, there are some people that you know straight away, you know, just from looking at them, you'd know that this is actually a kind, a genuine human human being. And I felt the exact same way from you, and I was able to sympathize straight away to your story, and to what you were talking about, and, and I wanted to ask about kindness because I think the kindness can transfer to other people and it make it, you know it may attract other people to you and that that's really really endearing straight away and that works. I I just wanted to learn your take on this. How how do you think it's important? How kindness is important in business and in or in communication with other people? Yeah, I think um, you know ultimately we're we're all the same when you when you boil it right back. Whether you're whatever country you're from, whatever your background is, whatever your job is, we're all the same at at the root of it. You know, we've all got insecurities, we've all got fears, we've all got things that we're uh, vulnerable about. We've all got dreams, we've all got hopes, we've all got ambitions. They look different for us all, depending on where we've come from and where we'd like to go. But ultimately, we're all the same. So I think when you 
um, you know, it's often, it's easy, particularly if you get up on a stage and you have to speak, it's easy to think that I'm the only one that's going to be scared of public speaking. Mm -hmm. I'm not good enough. We've all got a story that I'm not good enough to put mm -hmm. myself out there. I won't be loved if I put myself out there. And I sort of just accept that that's the case, that everyone's got the same fears as me. Yeah, and if yeah. I show my fears, it allows other people to feel more comfortable. Um, it's like we don't resonate with people that are perfect because we know the perfect isn't real. Mm -hmm. But we connect with people when we see a little chip in the armor because it makes us think, well, I can do what he's doing or I can do something similar. I can follow my dream because yeah. here's, here's another imperfect person. Yeah, and I go. think I, I resonate a lot with imperfect people or with people who share their vulnerabilities. Yeah. Straight away, that connects with me. Yeah, yeah, because you know it's honest and you know it's real because there is no perfect. And you know, the people, sometimes you look at kind of society and you look at the most famous people that seemingly had it all yeah. and were amazing and then a scandal breaks and everyone jumps on them and says, oh, you weren't, they, they, they kind of almost turn completely against yeah, them. Yeah. And it's like, no, they're just another person that made a mistake and we all make mistakes and that's what you're, you have to do in life to learn. Um, so in terms of the, the kindness or, or whatever way you want to put it, um, yeah, I think it's just a recognition that everyone I meet, whether it's someone who might come across as my worst enemy or my best friend, they're the same. Mm -hmm. they've, got, they've got ups and downs and, and struggles and, and wins the same way I do. And, there's no point in me judging people. There's no point in me trying to... Um, we're all on this, you know, trying to give it a exactly. go. We're trying to learn every day. And, um, you know, I, I, I look, I'm from the fitness industry. I used to have 30 people show up to a class. There'd be an 18-year-old next to an 80-year-old yeah. next to a 28-year-old. Different types of jobs, uh, different backgrounds, different mentalities, different priorities. Yeah. But ultimately, uh, the same goal to get a little bit better to feel a bit more confident to get a little bit stronger to overcome a little bit of fear to get out of their heads uh, to stop anxiety and I also read in your in your website Pat that you also work on some charity you're building school in Nepal right? Mm, yeah yeah so uh, I was in uh, I was in Nepal a couple of years ago speaking at a conference it was for uh, teens and young adults yeah. uh, it was after the earthquake so yeah. a big earthquake a couple Whoa, of years okay, ago in Nepal yeah yeah, yeah so big earthquake out there a couple of years ago and a lot of the teens they love their country so much, but they feel there's no opportunity there. So they're almost sad about having to go, but they say, right, I'm going to leave the country for years. Mm. I'm going to go to America or Europe or wherever, and I'll come back and I'll, they've got this mentality, I'm going to come back and I make this country better. But I was speaking at the conference and I was sharing kind of goal setting tips. And I asked, did anyone want to share their dream? And a little girl stood up and yeah. she got the microphone, her hand was shaking and she was crying and oh. she started trying to talk. And eventually she said, I want to build schools. And I immediately just said to her, I'll help you build a school and make it happen because I was inspired by, I mean, I've met some of my heroes the last couple of years, Richard Branson and yeah. Gary Vee and all these people yeah. that you have on a pedestal. But this girl inspired me more than anyone because wow. she's in a country where women don't really have as much of a voice. Yeah. She's 14 years old. She's in a room with 200 people and she gets up and, and no reason to think she can do it. Yeah. No resources, no money, no nothing. But because she had the courage to say what she wanted to do, yeah. it's now happened and we've now got a school. Wow. Um, and we it, need, it gave me shivers. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah. think about us here in the Western world and if we, if, if we don't have the perfect circumstances, we're afraid to stand up and say what we want to do. Here's yeah. a girl that had no reason. She, had, she, she was probably the same as, same as us all. Again, yeah. we're all the same. Yeah. So she's going to... I asked, does anyone want to share their dream? And there's a part of her, the biggest part of her yeah. is saying, Oh my God, people are going to laugh at me. And yeah. you know, like, well, I can, who am I to think I can? She's, 
but there's a little part of it that says stand up. Yeah. And yeah. We've, we've, you know, we've all got that. It's like you, oh, get, you get offered an opportunity and, and the biggest part of you says, I'm not good enough, I'm not good enough. But there's a little part and, and that's what's inspiring. So that was so, the lesson in that. That's very, very inspiring as well to me. Same as I got inspired by your talk. And even though this girl that asked, asked that quick question, mm-hmm. I got inspired by she said, what she said as well. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's the thing that she, you know, I assume that she's very poor and, you know, it's a difficult situation in there. And she straight away wanted to give to others and to herself to get educated first. Yeah, but when you think of that as courage or you think about that as growth and when every part of you is, is saying you're not good enough, but there's a little part and you, you lean into that little part that's telling you to do it rather than the fear. There's love and fear. I will say that there's love and fear in every moment and you've got an opportunity. As soon as she said the words, she was out of fear and she was into a place of creativity exactly. and love. But it's the same with any of us. You know, a lot of people want to put themselves out there on social media now, but every part of them is saying, what if I get dislikes? What if this happens? But the little part that excites you, try to leave with that. And so you start acting, you know, action. With me and Pat, it's it's exactly the same. Like even doing this podcast. So even any type of new meeting that I'm doing, before that I get slightly nervous, always. Uh, but then when I start doing it, when I start talking, it gets better. Yeah, 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 yeah. And you feel, in my experience anyway, like even I've done 200, 300 public speaking engagements at this point, there's still days where I'm like, oh no, I, I'm, I'm nervous, like I'm doing one tomorrow and I'll be nervous before it. But as soon as I step into it, yeah. it's like, this is what I'm supposed to be doing yeah. in life. So. And the fact that you practice it 120, 200 times already, it, you know that you've done it before and you practice it before, it's going to go as it used to go anyway. It's going to go easier and yeah. going to be even better. Yeah, yeah. You, you, everyone wants confidence in life and confidence yeah. only comes through. We're all confident at certain things. Yeah. We forget that. Some people think they don't have confidence, but you're confident in your shoes because if you've done it thousands of times. Yeah. Uh, if you do public speaking thousands of times, you'll be confident. If you do YouTube videos thousands of times, if you do... Dance, you're going to get better. And you're gonna, exactly. You and I think the public speaking specifically is something that so many people out there are struggling with. And, and you know, there's different type of ways. I personally don't really believe that, let's say, books would help you much, but that maybe they would help you to a certain level. But nothing would help you in terms of public speaking when you're literally going to put yourself out there and speak in front of people. And I actually was, I was listening to your podcast. I think it was the podcast, I think it was called uh, Tribe of Speakers. Tribe of Speakers, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I listened to that podcast. It was about specifically public speaking. And I liked that a lot because you were specifically talking about that. One of the main, like, key factors that I took away from it is that you... You did hundred, uh, or you did it, uh, loads of public speeches for free, and that gave you the confidence. That gave you the confidence to become even better. Because along the way, you may making so many different type of mistakes. Where there was one moment when you said that you came on the on the stage and you said something bad, right? Yeah, something yeah, bad yeah. straight away, first line at that, and then you were trying to win the crowd back for one hour, and it was like. That's that's good because you still you still made that mistake, but for next time you'll know you should not make that mistake. Yeah, yeah. And because of those type of mistakes, you're going to become better and better. And if you're not going to publicly make it, you're never going to know what were what could have been your potential mistakes, etc. Yeah, to me, I mean, what makes a, what makes an interesting and, and good public speaker is someone who's honest and genuine and has good stories of their own life. And so, there's never going to be a book. You know, there hasn't been a book that I, some that. The, the podcast you're referencing he asked me for recommendations on good books for public speaking and I, th- I don't really know any because in my mind if a hundred of us read a book and we all get up on stage and we've got our five-step formula yeah. on how to speak that's a hundred clones rather than a hundred individuals exactly. 
and uh, individuals are inspiring. So that's that's kind of my exactly, opinion. and it's, it's it's more like about stories, as you said on the on the podcast as well. And the reason I think you were very very successful and very endearing to people, including to myself, is your specific story where you shared your vulnerabilities, where you shared your failures. That was way more attractive that than let's say someone would speak about just their success. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. uh, perfect. And the other thing to add on the, on top of this one, Pat, and um, I wanted to ask you because I also believe that kindness and genu- you know, being genuine and nice human being also comes from upbringing. So, what kind of relationship you had with your parents? So, maybe you have this, maybe you don't have this. But I was wondering, what kind of is there any type of tips that your parents gave you, or maybe kind of life uh, stories or something like that, or something the life tips? Something like, I don't even know how to phrase it, but sure. something that philosophy. made you remember exactly a philosophy. Yeah, um, yeah. I suppose it's interesting. It, beyond just um, my relationship with my parents, I'm seeing it as I get a bit older. Just in terms of, I think, particularly in the world that we live in now, where it's the information age, we have this tendency to want to accumulate more stuff and more ideas and more. And my dad always told me, keep it simple, be a nice person, keep your head down, mm-hmm. do your own thing. And you know, be honest and genuine, and don't try to don't try to win everyone over. And there was times in my early twenties and my teens where I would fight that, and I'd say, "No, I, you know, I want to be friends with everyone," and all this kind of stuff. But I think you start to understand as you get that bit older. And I I see what he meant. You know, having a couple of good friends is a lot more important than knowing everybody. Um, you know, enjoying your work and and working hard is more important than being seen yeah. by everybody. So everything that he taught me, I mean, my dad's philosophy and my mum's philosophy as well was always keep it simple, don't try to impress other people, uh, don't try to be cool, uh, you know, just work hard, uh, be honest, be genuine, look after your family, and I mean, it's it's all cliche stuff, but it's all, every year as I get that little bit older and hopefully wiser, I connect more with what yeah. he was saying, and I see it's not about more, yeah. it's about less, and doing, the, doing, doing your things right, take pride in your work, exactly. be honest in your work. Uh, treat people well you know it's, it's all basic stuff but it definitely even though it's me. basic uh, it's very very resonating with so many people and that's why they become a you know, nice human being I always like hearing those advices that their parents gave to their children uh, because I think those are one of the one of the most influential yeah. for the person with their upbringing and the irony is I suppose when I was in Dublin uh, and I was trying to be a success I was doing all the opposite of that I wanted everybody to know me mm. I wasn't taking pride in my work I was thinking 10 steps ahead of where I wanted to be rather okay. than enjoying the moment there was all these things and then I had to it's like if I had done what my dad was suggesting yeah. earlier, I could have gone from A to B in a straight line. Exactly. But I went all this roundabout way and I wrote books and I went on TV and I did all these things only for them to yeah. see that all that matters is people close to you. You do what you enjoy every day. You work hard every day. You look after your family. Uh, we all learn it at some point down the line. It's just yeah. how fast can you learn it, I suppose. And, you know, it's that whole thing. When we're teenagers, we don't listen to anyone. Uh, sometimes people grow all throughout their life and don't mm. listen to anyone but you learn through experience definitely definitely I agree on that uh, the other thing I wanted to ask you what so this might be similar to the question I asked you earlier but it's actually not uh, because this is related more to challenges and frustrations what are the most uh, most uh, most important things that you're trying to unlock for yourself at the moment whether it's business related or 
uh, personal related and I'll just to just to give you a quick example let's say in business level some people might realize that they're you know they're a bad manager but they can improve their you know, they started managing people and they realize like managing is very very difficult but they still need to manage people to you know for, to make their business successful sure. and you're thinking like how can I make my employees to work at least to the 90% of their capacity or on a personal level somebody something like this that where you come home and you want to uh, switch off how can you switch off when you're always thinking about the work and do you have like anything all those kind of things that you'd like to unlock for yourself yeah I think that the, the biggest thing for me as a team across the board is uh, narrowing the focus and um, I'm excited by life and I'm grateful for life and that oftentimes leads me to wanting to do everything mm. I want to I want to climb mountains I want to run triathlons I want to travel the world I want to have all types of businesses but I've learned that your energy, we've got a, a diminishable amount of energy. Mm-hmm. You know, people talk about time management, but really we have to manage our energy. And I've kind of come to the conclusion that, you know, I'm at a point where a lot of times we'll go after one thing and then we kind of change our mind and we do something different. We do something different. We're changing our mind all the time. So we never get to the top of the hill. Uh, and for me at this point, I've kind of said the next five years of my life, I want to dedicate myself to a few key things so for me it's I want to start a family in the next five years be mm-hmm. like a world class dad um, <laughs> I want to be world class at jiu jitsu because that yeah. brings me so much fulfillment and I want to go world class as a speaker um, so I'm just trying to narrow and anything that doesn't feed into those three yeah. themes I'm not really going to entertain it uh, and every every morning I wake up and I'm like okay I want to do this and I want to do this and, I'm, and I, I stop and I say does this feed into yeah. my five year plan because if you want to really move forward I think you've got to narrow the focus again it's so easy to become distracted definitely take on more and take on more and take yeah, on and more and the more distracted you get the more frustrated you get yeah yeah the, the analogy I've often used is that if you think about a water sprinkler that waters the golf course it spits little bits of water yeah. in a hundred different yeah. directions you could take the same amount of water and put it in a power hose and it's and it's yeah. powerful and it moves forward yeah uh, same with our energy my energy can do a million different things yeah. to try to keep everyone happy or I can say okay these are the people that matter and the things that matter in my life this is what my life is going to be about yeah. and suddenly you start seeing results 10 times quicker and so that's kind of my biggest promise to myself the same thing goes for business you know a year ago I was doing a bunch of different online fat loss courses personal development courses I was doing public speaking mm-hmm. obviously at my gym at one point and that was all great it helped develop a brand yeah. but now I'm doing coaching and I do speaking uh, I don't do anything else okay. my, my online courses I've pretty much knocked them on the head for now because um, they don't fulfill me and they don't energise me um, I speak and I coach and, and that's me exactly and and I think you have to do those other things in order to figure out that this is you yeah yeah, right? yeah, 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 yeah. You, you try different things a lot of people paralyze themselves because they think they're supposed to have the answers they think they're supposed to know their exact mm. plan they think they're supposed to know the exact business model you only learn by doing and I see so many people even now that started at the same time as me yeah. but they haven't shot the bullet they yeah, haven't yeah, tried yeah. things and so they're still trying to figure out yeah and it's funny, Pat, my last question was, do you like yourself? But I think you just answered that question because you said you tried different things and then you realized what you like in yourself, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, someone asked me recently, they said, well, what would your... They were asking what advice my 18-year-old self would need or, or something along those lines. And they asked me, what would your 18-year-old self think of you now? Yeah. And I said, I'd be proud of myself. And it took a long time to get yeah. to that. Um, and... People from an outside will see the last couple of years, if they know me, they'll say, he wrote three books and he, he did mm-hmm. his childhood dream, which was the gym, and he speaks and he overcame a fear of public speaking. None of those things are the actual reason that I like myself. The reason I like myself is because uh, 
I'm not afraid to show up as me. I'm not putting on a mask to try and impress other people. And a couple of years ago, I did. You know, I thought I had to wear certain mm-hmm. clothes or I thought I had to have a certain no- number of followers. But now I'm very comfortable that I am who I am. Yeah. Um, I, I challenge myself every day. I'm good to the people that matter, the, the people closest to me. Um, I'm making a difference in the world. So I like my, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. No, definitely. Uh, and I think uh, even, even let's say, you might be sometimes thinking, oh, I wish more people would know about me the way I am and like would know my story but that's the only key if that would happen that would be that would be great you don't have to change anything about yourself and make yourself irrelevant yeah. just to be out there you being you and somehow when someone discovers you they'll be like I wish I discovered like when I when I heard your story I was, I was like Oh, wish I'd know. I wish I'd heard the story earlier. You know, it's like it's the matter of coming to someone uh, on s- certain specific time. Uh, but obviously, like you know, different t- private platforms are working differently now. It's not up to us. But when someone discovers you, they like you the way you are, especially when you are true to yourself and you are being yourself. Yeah, yeah. Uh, too many of us tell ourselves, when I achieve all these things, when I get a certain amount of money, when this happens, then I'll accept myself. Then I'll be at peace. Um, you can be at peace now you just kind of accept yourself you say look I'm not perfect I'm not supposed to be perfect I like who I am give yourself a bit of direction as to where you're trying to go at the end of the day we spend most of our lives trying to impress other people trying to win the approval of other people trying to get accepted by other people trying to uh, have validation from other people so that other people tell us we're good enough Um, at the end of the day you've only got yourself to look at in the mirror you come into the world on your own you'll leave the world on your own be good to people along the way but be good to yourself you know we're, 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 we can be hard on ourselves so um, yeah definitely Pat thank you very much for sharing your insight it was uh, very very insightful indeed I appreciate it uh, guys what I'm going to do I'm going to link Pat's uh, channels on uh, under because this is obviously recorded for those who are actually listening. This is recorded with the video camera, so for whoever wants to watch a video version of this, you can go on YouTube and watch this. And for people who are listening, thanks for listening. If you'd like to hear more in the future, then subscribe either on the iTunes or SoundCloud or YouTube, and I will see you next time. Thanks again to my guest, Pat Tivoli. See ya. One more thing before you go, can I kindly ask you to comment on how did you find this podcast? I know it's kind of pain in the ass to go in and type, but I would really appreciate your comment as it would help me with the feedback. Thanking you.